Hi, this is Kim Dixon, and happy Memorial Day. Welcome back to Weber County's Greatest Generation. It's been quite a while since I published a podcast. I'm currently working on the 1944 book, and I went back to school to finish up my degree, so I'm rushing to catch up. I want to talk about what was going on 80 years ago today. On Memorial Day in um, 1943, so we are 18 months into World War II, D-Day and stepping into France won't be for another 13 months. We are moving out of North Africa and into Italy, where there are brutal campaigns in places we will come to know as Anzio Beach. The Russians and Germans are fighting on the Eastern Front, and in Japan we are fighting horrendous battles in New Guinea. There was an article in the Sunday, May 30th, Ogden Standard Examiner, Nation Ready to Honor the Dead. A quarter of a million Americans have died on the battlefields and seafronts of the seven seas of which this nation has been engaged. A tally on this Memorial Day shows that the nation's battle dead totaled 13,641 in the current conflict. Latest reports that the Army account for 6,313. Navy casualty reports 5,644 sailors dead. 1,600 Marines, and 78 Coast Guard men. But of course, this doesn't account for the thousands that are still in the Philippines, caught when Japan attacked, forcing them to Bataan and then Corregidor, and the brutal Bataan death march that won't come to light until 1944. And so far in 1943, Weber County has lost eight men, and that includes Sergeant John Rands, who was killed on May 29th. His family hasn't been notified yet, and there will be many more casualties to come this year. The parents of Staff Sergeant Del Markland, reported as missing in action, will receive his air medal at Hillfield on Tuesday at 4.30 p.m. He has been missing in Africa, and his MIA will be changed to killed in action. On Monday, May 31st, which was the actual Memorial Day holiday, or Decoration Day, as it was frequently called, the Associated Press reported, America observed its second Memorial Day of the current World War yesterday and today with its munitions, factories, and war industries working full blast to turn out the materials to defeat the Axis. There is no holidays in war plants. But apparently there were in Congress who only worked half a day on Monday. Pennsylvania Governor Edward Martin criticized the shipyard workers who were out on strike, saying, We will win this war, quote, only if the heads of our industries and of our labor organizations will unselfishly use their willpower to produce ships, planes, guns, and munitions, close quote. There was an editorial by Peter Edson, Standard Examiner, Washington correspondent, quote, Maybe it's about time to revive some of the we-can-lose-this-war talk, which was current last August. The news from Tunisia and Attu is all good news these days. But the news from home, if you'll take the trouble to read between the lines, is terrible. Last August, everyone was fearful we were losing the battle of production. The War Production Board, or WPB, was in sorry confusion itself, and its disputes with the Army and Navy procurement services seemed endless and impossible of solutions. But WPB snapped out of it, settled the worst of its own internal roles, fired a few brass hats gumming up the works, and established a liaison with the Army on one flank and the Navy on the other. 
we still lack some of the smoothness and efficiency characteristics of the German general staff, but the battle of production is apparently being won. Elsewhere on the home front, however, we are taking a terrible licking. The battle against inflation can become a rout almost any day, and when the history of this campaign is written, the chapter covering these days in which we are now living can be identified as the period of great indecision and glorious inconsistency. Close quote. Sound familiar, anyone? In local news, The Pride of the Yankees, starring Gary Cooper, is playing at the Egyptian. Happy-go-lucky, a glorious, glorious musical is at the Paramount, which advertises cool as a mountaintop, which was good because Ogden was in the middle of the heat wave with temperatures of above 80 degrees. The 75 students graduating from Weber College were told by Monsignor P.F. Kennedy, we are not handing down to you a very pleasant world. Boys in the trenches are placing their hopes in the hands of our Creator. Brotherhood, peace, and faith with the revival of religion will help to mold a new era in world affairs. He urged the graduates to go forth and drink deep in knowledge and then go out and make this land greater and grander. So that about wraps it up for Memorial Day 1943, 80 years ago. There's still some rationing going on, but 1944 will bring even more rationing, including coffee and liquor. And we will begin to hear such names as Tarawa, the Philippine Sea, Leyte Gulf, Saipan, and Guam. And we will also be landing in France on June 6, 1944. And 1945 will bring Iwo Jima and Okinawa. Thanks for joining. The podcast is available on my Facebook page and website, Weber County's Greatest Generation, and also on Apple Podcast. Thanks.